Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Hey, welcome back. We, we all love our pets. And if we could actually talk with them and hear what they're thinking and communicate with them, how great would it be even better? For you and your pets. Well, we've got somebody that can help you out with that. She is somebody who heals your animal. She communicates with them. She heals them energetically. And she's just amazing how she does that. Vicki Draper joins us. Hi, Vicki. How are you? Hi, I'm doing great. Thank you, Steve. Great to have you back. And in the past, we've, we've talked about pet chakras, animal communication, messaging and healing. So we figured today, why don't we talk about senior animals? You know, it's a very challenging time when you know that your your pet is getting up there in age and you wonder how you can care for them better, how to help them age gracefully. And uh, it's something that you specialize in, in that as well, along with everything else that you do. When our pets are up there in age, what should we be thinking? What are they thinking? Well, they, well, they're living in the moment. So if they're a little uncomfortable, it's like, this is what is. Unlike us, where we may moan and groan. <laughs> <laughs> and sure. um, however, uh, they do notice discomfort. So, uh, and as a guardian, we look at it and go, oh, that's just this normal. They're just getting older. Well, that is true. And there is support because you can get more, I call it pep in your step. Um, and they can walk more gracefully and easily. And we just don't know. We just, we just, we just lump it into, they're just old. And they really do have much more life in their bodies than it appears. And so I have a great story of this from when I first started. It was just near and dear to my heart. So it stayed with me. Um, we had, I had Bear, a German Shepherd who was older uh, very arthritic, barely walking, and um, he, his guardian wanted to do more for him. So I was working out of a, a pet boarding facility at the time, and so the people that were there for daycare could have the option of getting a massage with me. Hmm. And so Bear started seeing me for weekly massages. And so Bear would walk with his guardian and her friends around this circuit they would do. And he would just start lagging behind and then he would collapse and then she'd have to get the car and pick him up. You know, this is how old he was. So doing weekly massages. So she did two things, uh, weekly massages, and then she changed to a natural diet. And before long, Bear was keeping up with them on their circuit before long bear was passing him on their circuit wow so this, and he got off the remedial the medication because a lot of people that come to me they want they're wanting a more natural approach and so her goal was to get him off the medication if so because it's hard on their liver and so yeah so he got off the medication he was zippy and you know a totally different dog by doing those two things and um and Bear taught me a lot about the importance of food because I'm like, if the quality of food that's going into Bear is having this much impact on the quality of his muscles and, you know, his disposition is like, I need to take note for food, for food for us, food for myself, you know. What a difference, what a difference that made. How do you know what 
your pet needs in terms of food. And now I'm, I'm thinking that you can communicate with the pet and the pet can tell you, hey, that, that dry food not working for me anymore. My de- digestive system, it, it just doesn't agree with me. You would pick that up as a communicator? Yes. Yes. Nice. And I even can um, energetically test the proteins that his body or your pet's body will be able to digest and handle. So I wonder in terms of aging for pets, do they, when they get up there in age, do they do sort of what we do is like, ah, I can't go anymore. I can't, I'm, not, I'm just going to lay down. I'm going to take it easy. You know, that mentality, or do they think of it in the same way or do they feel limited by their age? They don't, hmm. they don't because they're in the present. They're like, this is just what is. So they, uh, they don't have the prefrontal cortex like we do. So they, they don't have that, that piece of it. They just kind of accept what is. Um, and a good example of that is, you know, they may be barely moving, but they see a squirrel run across the yard. They take off bolting because they're, yeah. they're not like, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> then they, then they like kind of feel it later. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about, uh, I know that you have a lot of essences and oils on your website. Would that be good for a, uh, a senior pet? Oh, absolutely. I have um, multiple pain relieving formulas, too, that I go to first. One is pain ease, and it, uh, it helps relieve pain. And it, it, actually, it goes to the root and helps heal the pain. And so um, it, it does a lot of good. I had a human that used that she was having uh, a lot of arthritis and she would use this and said it works better than things she had found Um, yeah and so um i know this with the animals but they tell us in a different way so to have the human who's in chronic pain go oh this is working (laughs) you know um, now with the essences for your pet what do you do with them do you apply them to their body how does it work well when they're uh, and uh, actually they're the one is muscle ease so muscle ease helps uh with inflammation so that's why the pain is muscle ease work really well together so you simply just do a quick little shake and then you spritz it in the air around them when there is a physical issue for like senior pets and pain what i do is they spray some in your hand and rub it on the local area Okay. So that helps it go in just a little deeper. It's kind of like physical touch to physical issue helps it go work in at that level. Because when you're spraying it in the air and they're unscented, so that way anybody that's sensitive, you don't have to worry about it. So when you spray it in the air, it's working from the energy body going into the physical. And so then, like I said, when it's a physical issue, I like saying put a little in your hand and putting on the physical area just for a little deeper connection and support. Gotcha. Are there different essences that you should just be using anyway around your pet? <laughs> yes, I have a daily regime that is good for anybody, any person, any animal. And then um, our energy impacts for pets. I think we may have talked about that. We'll definitely go into that in a future episode more in depth. Um, so one is clear. We want to clear our energy field. We're all energy beings, us, 
and our animals and even just daily living, we're being bombarded with stuff. And so we wanna clear it so it doesn't stay in our field. Then there's an Iceland spar. It's the only essence in my line that is the actual crystal name. Because some of my formulas are one ingredient crystal. Some of them are multiple. It's a formula. And Iceland spar was, it's just such a powerful support that naming it was limiting. It's just everybody goes, what? What is that? <laughs> um, and so anyway, it's a great balancing. And so anybody that's having a little off day, you, you spray it, it kind of helps bring you back on. So that helps with our animals, just helps keep their systems aligned and working optimally. And then protection. We want to put like an energetic protective bubble around us so we don't absorb a lot of what others are doing or what's around us. We want to stay, keep our energy field clean and clear. So then we function better, we feel better. That's the same for our animals. And especially when they're sick or they're already warding off something in their body, we want their body to be working on that, not everybody else's stuff. So for what you do, aside from the essences and the communication, somebody could reach out to you and then have you channel their pet and, and find out what the pet is asking for and what it really needs? Yes. Uh, yes. Because, yeah, I, I connect with their body and their body tells me. And then they tell me, um, I've, of course, I've had some say more treats. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that, would, that would be my dog Tanner. He would and, and he would even be specific on the treats because I ran out of these uh, chicken jerky treats and subbed it for something else. And with some kind of peanut butter treat, I thought it would be delicious. He wasn't having it, and he'll eat anything. It doesn't matter. This was it wasn't his thing. And I, I bet if you were talking to him, he would kind of kind of break it down and say, "All right, this was good. That's not good. Please don't buy that anymore." And the soup bones are a waste. I can't do anything with those. They come in a bag. <laughs> I don't yeah. Know. Yeah. yeah, but I love the fact that, you know, before we take the next steps, even when the, you know, let's call it, unfortunately, the final years of your pet, you know, when your pet's up there, let you, you would love for your, your dog, <clears throat> excuse me, to, to live to be 23, can't always guarantee that, but to have you step in and tell us what our pets are thinking, our senior pets, especially so valuable, you know, you want to know, you don't, you, that's precious time you got there. You want to make sure you're maximizing it. Yeah, yeah, because it what it does is it really brings that quality, mm -hmm. that quality there because of the natural pain relief and they're feeling better. So then you're, you're you're connecting your time together is more lively because they're more lively. I have a friend who has a, a small dog and from time to time, the dog acts a little strange, like just does this weird kind of shake. And then she, the guardian flips out my friend and just like, you know, what is going on with her? And then the pet's back to normal, fine. Now, it could be absolutely nothing. It could be something, you know, short of going to the vet. Is that something that you would be able to look into? Yes. Yes. Oh. The way, yeah, the way my work works is I'm connecting in with the body and finding the imbalances. And so, yes, when our animals are in balance, they... They don't do the things that are, if they're a little out of balance, something causing like the, the little twitch or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, there are some medical conditions. I mean, it could be neurology. It could be, uh, you know, there's a lot of things. Sure. Um, 
yet what I find is the work really supports every animal I've worked with in some way, you know. It's it's getting to the root of it. And sometimes your 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 vet, they could be fantastic. They may not connect and and figure that all out. Um, your website, I want to tell everybody, healedyouranimal.com. So many resources there as well. Um, and real quick, before we even continue, you're also an accomplished author and you have two books, right? Tell us about those books. I, I do. The first one's Bridging True Love, Connection and Healing Between You and Your Animals. And actually Bear's story is in that first book hmm. um, because I did bring in food because it's a great resource for the energy protections like I was sharing that everybody and every animal can benefit from and um, just how to take the best care. And so it's really great if you're if you're having behavioral issues with your dog. And it also goes into some communication. The second book, Heart to Heart, How You Can Heal Your Animal, it takes you through, it's how to heal your animal through all stages of life. So um, it takes you from even before you even get your pet, if you, when you have your pet and you're young, all the way through the different stages, to, all the way into end of life. And so each chapter is going into what to do and how to best support your animals at each stages. And it has a common issues section that you can go in and learn some acupressure techniques and stuff to help with uh, common issues such as constipation, diarrhea, and things even for emergency support to do on the way to the vet if something happens. So it's and it has a whole wellness routine to keep your animals feeling their best. So it's a they're both very valuable resources. Fantastic. Yeah, go go to the website to find those healingyouranimal.com. Now, we're we have the podcast. You might be listening there. We're also uh, on a video, depending on where you're you're picking this up. And just like we're doing a Zoom video, you could do the same thing with an animal. And like we're talking about connecting with me, even a senior animal. So my question is, Vicky, how would that work? If I'm standing here, would I have my pet with me? Would, would I put them on my lap? You know, how, where, where's the pet when you're doing the communication? That's a very good question. So the deal is, um, a lot of people, what they'll do is, because some of them are bigger dogs, they'll point the camera to okay. their animal. Sometimes they're in the other room and I'm connecting just like you and I would be here and then we'd be working with your pet wherever he is because the energy doesn't know time or space. So um, we can even do it on the phone. Don't have to have the video, but it's nice when the video, because I can feel things happening. And then when I see it on the screen, when I'm seeing them, I can point out, oh, did you see this? Did you see that little shift? Did he, you know, because they'll stretch, they'll do things that are real time with what's happening. Hmm. So the animal is reacting to you tapping into its energy? Oh, absolutely. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. How does somebody decide what modality they should go for? You know, whether it's pet chakras, whether it's um, distance massage, whether it's communication, or is it all of those? I guess maybe at one point you might be communicating with the animal if you're doing if you're doing pet chakras, right? Well, right. That's the beauty of when you come to me. You don't have if you know what modality you want. Great. If you don't, doesn't matter. I've got you covered um, mm -hmm. because I have the different tools in my tool belt that when your animal shows up, I'm going to meet your animal and do the tool or technique that is best supportive for your animal at that time. 
Okay. I mean, if I just came to you and said, Hey, I want to, I want you to get inside my dog's head. Now we might not need to do pet chakras because maybe there's no issues, but you may identify a challenge going on there. And maybe that's where the pet chakra energy healing may come into play. Right. Exactly. Hmm. And any, so I'm sorry, oh, I, was, I was curious. I love the bear story. The, any other, any other stories that you might have of uh, pets healed in, in your past? Well, I do. I have one very recent, um, Poppy, uh, mixed breed, kind of looks uh, like a border collie, but in that size. And she's been a regular and she called me, uh, we had a session about a month ago and Poppy was not doing good. Energy was just, she was just lethargic. Her eyes were even kind of dull you know, just not having very good quality of life. And so we did a session and she wanted to do a follow-up. And so we met last week and I was like, oh my gosh, this Poppy had, you know, the the shifts she had kept, which they normally do, um, but it was like night and day. And that's what her words were. She's like, it's like night and day since that last session. And she goes, I've got my Poppy back. Her eyes are bright. We're connecting. She's even going on two mile walks again. Mm. Um, so something in her system had just gotten clogged up and we, we, we rebalanced it. And so she's back zipping along and, um, and doing good. That's gotta be so gratifying for you, Vicki, as a communicator, energy healer, to know that you made a difference in, in somebody's pet's life. It is. That's, that is what is so rewarding to me. And, um, and even over zoom, I can tell the animal is grateful. Like in person, you can see the appreciative look and really, you know, get that. Um, and even over the distance though, I can feel that in the animal. And that is, it's so precious because that's, I just don't like animals hurting. And so when I know that I'm helping and it's really making a difference, that just feeds my soul. And I would imagine, too, if there are changes in your situation, let's say you're moving, let's say there's a divorce imminent, whatever it might be, that that's where your value could come in as well, because the animal picks up on everything. They, uh, yes, they know what's going on. Just like just like kids. You think yep. kids aren't aware of things now? They know they, they've got it all figured out. They know. They absolutely know. And then you'll see behaviors and then you're already stressed with all the logistics of what you're doing and that's adding another stress. And that's where, yes, I can come in and help that piece settle out for you and your animal. Wow, have you encountered that before where there, somebody's making a change in their, their situation and um, you communi communicated with the, the animal? What, what did it say? Do you have any memories of that? Well, one story, uh, the person, was traveling across country, moving across country, but then she was also then traveling some in there. So her dogs were going to have to stay in a boarding facility for the first time in their lives. And plus they're in the middle of a move. So that was why she hired me. So we were working through the move and making that go smoothly. And so what warmed my heart was, so we got them prepared for their kennel stay and you know kind of shared communicated what it was going to be and helped make that go as peaceful as it could for them and when 
they were there, the person was doing a tour of the place and the people commented on how calm those dogs were. And because my client, she said, she went, oh, I got word that they thought they were regulars because they were so calm. So she had told me that. So it's like, so that was, that was my feedback that, okay, it really works. <laughs> well, I know it works, but you know, yeah. you, you but it's nice to hear. It's nice to hear that. Yeah. Well, that everybody, everybody likes to feel good about what they do, you know, get some feedback and know that uh, you, you are truly making a difference. We're talking to Vicki Draper, who is an author, animal healer, animal communicator, and centering around senior pets. So what would your advice be to somebody, Vicki? Let's say they have a dog or cat that's up there in age, maybe, you know, one that's 13, 14, 15, you know, whatever age it is. What would be your first advice? Well, because when they're getting up on the age, they're also, you're, you're getting conscious that it's coming toward an end of life. I mean, eventually it's not necessarily sure. right then, but you're kind of like, oh, okay, we're at the stage of, thinking ahead you know there's so just, a, i, I got to share with you and it's it's, okay. it's funny but it's reality george Carlin, <laughs> the comedian had done this bit years ago and and he always talked about his dog tippy in in a lot of his bits but he he would always say when you're going to buy or adopt a pet you're you're getting a you're getting a tragedy because you know <laughs> it's, it's, right. it's a short window so you're already set up for that even before you have the pet and it's sadly it's so true that you know you've only got these precious you know i've had i've had cats pass after 10 years um some once six year old but maybe you might get lucky in you know 18 but it's it, it's inevitable so yeah yes. that's why you need yes. to you know look, look at the future when you're in the present even when your pet's younger right yes yeah. so i had a client yesterday that her dog is aging we're working um together for you know, that quality of life and mm -hmm. uh, mobility and everything. And so we were talking about that because uh, people were telling her that it, well, it looks like it's almost time and, you know, all that. And so I got to assure her, I said, no, he's not ready to go now. I mean, it's not, it's not now. And she goes, that's what my sense. And I said, yeah, it's not now. He's not there. But people it's i've heard this a few times this week oh it's just a dog what? And I'm like, exactly i'm like people people are friends or you know telling them the situations are going through and i'm like no they know they know more than we do on a lot of things um so anyway so she got good relief because uh yeah he's still got a lot of life force in him he's you know he's not even thinking about the other side because sometimes when they're getting closer they've already visited the other side you know they're, they're kind of preparing just like if you've heard people do um and he's not even near that so so that's one thing you can get it kind of checked out if you're <laughs> really concerned about your animal but, yeah. but so you, I, go ahead have you gotten that before from a uh from a pet that was a pet told you yeah it's coming it's coming soon oh, yeah. yeah oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah it's it's almost as a as the guardian you don't want to hear that but you do want to hear that so you know how much time you have um you know let even when it's a loved one going through cancer treatment a lot of times you'll have all right there's about six months left god forbid you be in that situation i think i would want to know if you know where my pet is you know 
Well, yeah, that's what a lot of people do because, you know, like I said, you never want to put them down too soon and you don't want to be in pain. So you want to help them anyway. Yeah. yeah. So my one tip, my one tip is, which actually goes for any animal, any age, but especially when they're older, um, is to just focus on the joy, the joy that has been brought to you, you know, your connection really, because they feel that when you're really present with them. And so when you're sharing that joy, you're present with them. They love that. Wow. Yeah. It's, um, we take it for granted, you know, that they really enjoy being around you. And it's not just the treats. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, we're just about out of time. Healingyouranimal.com is the website. And if you love your pet, go to the website, book a session with Vicki. There's so many things that can be done in terms of improving your, your pet's energy, mental outlook, uh, even the massage. You can do long distance massage, which is fascinating. I just, it's just amazing that that, now that we're learning about energy, and I really think it's because of the pandemic that we, we harness the power of Zoom, but you could have done this over the phone anytime, but we, it's, it was off our radar until Zoom came into play. Well, exactly, because I've been doing this uh, distance healing by telephone before even zoom came out and so right. now it's just more people are open to it and are learning about it yeah yeah well vicky great talking with you again and uh i look forward to catching up again with you and uh i am on the way home stopping by the store and getting getting the chicken jerky treats from my dog <laughs> all right <laughs> I get a bit of stop, but i'll talk to you soon look forward to it all right me too check out the website healingyouranimal.com Hi, I'm Vicki Draper, author, healer, animal communicator, and owner of Healing Your Animal. We specialize in helping spiritually minded people address health, harmony, and wellness in every stage of their animals' lives. Within just a few minutes, I can tell what your animal is thinking and feeling. From there, we address the concerns or any other issues that you may not even be aware of. You can reach me, healingyouranimal.com, and sign up for your free assessment. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network.